welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. For today, we have Veron on the show. She's incredible, so I hope you like it. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Don't forget to leave a like, subscribe, follow. It helps a lot. And again, thank you so much. Enjoy the show, and I'll see you in the next one. Welcome back everyone to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan. For today, we have the incredible the amazing, the epic, the badass, the super amazing Verona here. Verona, how are you today? <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. I mean, what better way to have an epic Thursday with someone as epic as you? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's very kind. Absolutely. That's very kind. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, for those who don't know who is the incredible, super amazing, badass, epic Verona, <laughs> please tell us who you are. All right, who am I? Okay, so I am a Canadian singer, songwriting, songwriter, and I'm a French Canadian, so I might do a English mistake, sorry in advance. But um yeah, I'm from Montreal, so it's a really bilingual city. French and English coexist. We we speak what we say uh Franklish. It's like Francais and English at the same time. <laughs> so I write in English and I write in French, I do both. Um I studied, I did my degree in singing, jazz singing here in Montreal. Then I toured around the world with uh, cover bands a lot, like big cover bands. Um, so it was fun. I did the uh, shows, like as I was saying, in Mexico, Las Vegas, San Francisco, New York, uh, anywhere in USA and Canada. And I did Asia as well. So I did that for like three, four years. Uh, no, maybe three. Then... Um, then I worked on my first album in 2018, just released it just before the pandemic. So the year before. Yeah. And then, uh, then uh, what happened happened. So I'm currently working on a on another album. But last year I released like one song each month just to come back after two years of pandemic of not releasing anything. Yeah. And um yeah, it's been it's been fun. Uh now I'm more um before I was hiring musicians, but now I'm producing my beats and everything because I'm a pianist as, as well. So yeah, that's that's basically it. I'm just a musician songwriter. That's all I do, and I'm a vocal coach as well. That's so you're basic. So you're basically doing everything. Music go. related, I think. Yeah, I have. Yeah, uh, when I was a yeah, when I was a kid, I have like the classical background, classical piano and musical theory, all of that, and then my jazz studies, and then my touring with cover bands singing all the pop songs from the 60s to today so yeah that's my background and then when you hear my music it's a sometimes it's a, all over the place like I have songs that are more rock songs that are really pop like my the the new one that I, I released yesterday it's like super mm. pop I worked with a DJ for that one but yeah so I, I love music that's it that's a badass just saying that's that's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, let's go back in time here a little bit and tell me where the passion for music started. Like, what triggered it? Was it because of school or what was it? Um, I saw a concert in the, when I was a, a child, like seven years old, I think, of my favorite girl band. It was like the Spice Girls, but here in, in Quebec. So they were singing in French, but it was the same. They were called the Baby Spice. So it was really the French Canadian version of the Spice Girls. And for me, they were like superstars. They don't exist anymore, of course. Oh, <laughs> it lasted it. like two, three years <laughs> max. But yeah, when I saw them on stage, it was in a super beautiful theater, um, super nice venue. And I was like, wow, I want to do that. I want to sing. I want to dance. Uh, I want to be on the stage. And uh, it kind of triggered something in me. And after I was just doing concerts in front of anybody like school my my babysitter my parents of course that my father bought me a karaoke machine so I was like always mm. karaoke and then at eight years old my mom like she found a piano teacher and uh, she was like oh that would be good like you like music you, you should learn like the language and all, all of that I'm like oh that's nice I'm gonna be like Sarah McLaughlin eventually writing my songs on on the piano and now that's what I do so yeah it's just, it's that concert, really, that triggered me. Wow. It's so funny, right? That when you're little, you, it, I mean, that it only takes one thing to basically mm -hmm. kind of click things in your life and be like, I want to do this now. You know what I mean? And yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. And also, the it was super fast. Like, super yeah, fast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like once you realize 
you're like oh like this much like this time like this much time have passed already it's crazy that's that's really crazy and like I think it was maybe four months after that I just that I started like taking music classes and before my like before seven years old like my parents tried all the classes on me ballet swimming gymnastic it was okay but I was only doing like six months a year I was like eh, mm. eh, eh. but music it it's thick you know <laughs> that's incredible that's incredible and and that's why you have an incredible super badass amazing career <laughs> it's getting there it's getting there like I I, i'm i'm really happy just before we we started the call i got a an email at my the song i released yesterday was on like five radios uh in south america so you might uh i'll give you the link so i was like wow wow whoa i'm from i'm like up north and now the song is <laughs> up yeah. there it's crazy but like now it's so easy to share the music so it's really fun yeah i love it i love it, it and, and also the fact that you are yeah like the part that you're sharing something you feel into some into a song and that you and whenever you can see people liking it i mean i would assume that it's pretty cool the fact that that you could that you could uh send something on a song and you can make someone else feel something you know personal or whatever you know exactly and what's nice about art is that you don't need to please everybody the right people will, will find come. you like exactly or well you have to do your job to promote it enough so that you can reach but even if you have like a bad review sometimes one bad review means 10 people liked it so it, it doesn't doesn't matter of course because I have like all my musical background I'm a little picky like sometimes I hear songs like why does people like it anyways it's none of my business all the tastes are are in nature but but yeah so that's what's nice about music there's so many so many uh different styles and yeah yeah and that is i mean at least personally to me that is one of the, that is one of the things that i like about an artist whenever they are real you know that they are actually themselves and not mm -hmm. this copycat from somebody else who somebody else played somebody else and you know like you know like all of that so whenever i will hear an artist that has like their own stuff Mm -hmm. I like it because it's like okay so it's so it's his stuff or it's her stuff you know so it's yeah. it's something that um that came out from her or from him instead yeah. of something that it's been copying over and over and over and over you know yeah it's been so different for me like from when I released my first album I kind of stopped doing the cover shows I was doing with the bands I quit them all I, I were I was in the mini bands and then starting to to do my original stuff in front of people whoa I felt like a an artist again because I did like hundreds and hundreds of shows with those cover bands it's and sometimes I could think okay uh, uh, is my laundry okay at home like while I was singing I will survive you know so sometimes it's like oh my god my heart wasn't there anymore but when I am into my song sometimes on the stage I, I start crying because like okay so that song is about blah blah it's like whoo it never happened you know when I was singing uh, cover songs yeah because i mean even though that that you are singing it they're not kind of yours you know exactly so, mm -hmm, yeah. i can understand that, that the whole feeling is not the same as it was like yours yours you know yeah being a songwriter it's really it's, it's really nice like for me for me because i've been trained my whole life to be like a professional singer like really do the sing baby be being able to sing anything uh do as is you know exactly mm -hmm. the same so it's it's fine as a background and I'm really I'm really glad I did it but now I'm like if I sing a cover I'm gonna make it my own version of it and absolutely way different yeah I love it now what was your first reaction when you heard your song on the radio oh I gotta say um it's a really nice it's a really nice feeling um, I haven't made it yet to like huge commercial radios, of course, because it's really hard to to make it. But even like local radios, going into the studio, having interviews, and like knowing that that local part of Montreal, because Montreal is a big city, it's like a two million uh, city. So for a French uh, French part, it's yeah, it's pretty it's pretty busy. So I haven't made it yet to um, the big commercial radios. But still, it's it's a, re a really nice feeling, and that's my dream for this year. I'd like to be 
Like I like to go to the grace grocery store and hear my song. Yeah. Like that, I, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't experience it yet. Yeah, but yeah, but I'm sure that it's gonna happen super soon. I mean, we all know that. Come on. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's what I'm uh, working for. Yeah. But it, but you know, like those like those moments are, on, on this case that you will hear it even like a local radios, you know, or like mm -hmm. small uh, areas, let's say. Whenever you can hear something that you did, I mean, it's super cool, you know, because it's like, okay, so I'm actually, and, and at the same time, it's real whenever you are thinking that someone choose to listen what you have, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, even in parties, like sometimes I go to parties, I I, I know maybe one or two person and then the, the 20, 30 other people, they don't know me or they don't know my songs. So, and I have one of my friends that just, take the phone of the that's plugged in you know and i go yeah. puts my song and like oh my god that's my song i hope they'll like it i hope they won't like skip it uh, and seeing strangers like hmm, hmm in a party okay grooving on it I was like okay it works it works they didn't skip it it looks like they like it yeah <laughs> it's so yeah, stressful but, but i get so stressed I'm like <laughs> yeah i can understand i can't stand that feeling a couple of months ago a couple of months ago um I went to this, yeah, I went to this party. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't kind of a party. It was much, it was more like a gathering, but it was from the birthday from one of my friends, but he invited a lot of people that I didn't know at, mm -hmm. at all. Right. So time went by and then one of them, my friend decided to put one of my episodes on, on his TV so everyone can watch. Nice. And I felt, I was like, Oh, you know, like I just, I remember that I just like, like I was sitting behind and I start to like, be small like okay I'm gonna right, we there. feel so vulnerable right? yeah I was like okay <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away now and <laughs> return when they like when this is over so I will not hear anyone you know but I can understand it, it is it is uh yeah it's so vulnerable you feel like super vulnerable at that moment you feel like help like helpless that there's no one there for you you know what I mean so yeah mm -hmm. exactly but we need to do that because it's a good it's a good test that's yeah especially when people don't know you they don't know it's you who's playing like okay you'll see their reaction like right away <laughs> yeah absolutely and also i think at the same time if they don't if somehow they don't like it mm -hmm. i mean of course nobody likes being rejected but i think also that that's kind of the that's how things are you know whenever you are presenting something to someone that yeah. perhaps they like it perhaps they don't but if they don't then that doesn't mean that it's bad you know i i remember one interview from this dj who was it i think it was dead mouse yeah that he mm. said that if you're if you're making music and if you I think it I, I think he said that if you're making music and if you when you when you're starting you make at least one people dance or happy then you're on the right path you know what I mean mm. that's good yeah okay yeah so moving on here tell me let's go back in time and tell me okay. like like what is like what is your like what inspires you you know like how like what is your usual process for you to create a song or uh, how you usually get um, get yeah get inspired do you use it for life experiences or you just I don't know walk to the park and get ideas like how is your thing like what is your thing to start creating a song yeah I think that there's really like two parts of a song there are there's the music and there, there are the lyrics mm -hmm. and for me it's completely like two to process but at the end they come together of course <clears throat> but sometimes sometimes i have a a beat just I, okay i want to do uh sometimes it's just i'm gonna sit on my piano and start like jabbing chords and then oh i like okay i love that chord progression so i just open ableton right away i record it i call it draft number blah blah <laughs> <laughs> number 50 um or a piano jam uh, january um and then sometimes it, it stays like that and that's it and sometimes i just go um, if i have more time i'm kind of gonna put some order into it okay what's the bpm okay i feel it's i feel that i want to have it there so there's like all the musical stuff and sometimes i have no idea what i'm gonna talk about like there are no lyrics. Mm. There are just melodies, chords, stuff like that. And then the music kind of inspires an emotion. And then comes a story. Like, 
oh wow I it makes me think of that moment mm. but yeah all of my lyrics are true stories so uh don't read them too much you'll know too much about me <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah so it's always something that that I've experienced um um and sometimes it's the opposite I, uh, I mean um I do work with other musicians I'm mm -hmm. um, working right now with a beat maker and he's just sending me sometimes four bars like almost nothing and he's just like okay loop it and send back to me something so he has he already sets the groove he sets the emotion and then again it's the it's the same thing the story kinds of Mm. comes in yeah but when I write my lyrics like each verse it's really like it's more more we have more details I I I feel like I'm in the music video when I write like okay I'm here like it's a little short stories that I'm that I'm doing about one event one emotion yeah that's pretty cool and has it ever happened to you that a song took you the most as usual you know that there was a song specifically that took you more than usual more the more time or mm -hmm. more yeah like more, more time. time um yeah i have one song that i rewrote three times oh yeah so yeah. i had i had it i went uh it was for my first album i was not making my own uh, beats and own instrumentals at the time i was just arriving with piano chords lyrics and melody and mm. then I was sending it to the producer and he was doing the musical arrangements and all so I recorded the first vocal track and then he did the, an arrangement then I was like oh, okay I don't like my lyrics anymore I think I'm gonna go deeper then I re-recorded the vocals he added some more like he worked on the arrangement again and then I yeah I did it three times but at the end I'm so happy about the lyrics like the emotion was there but mm. I needed to kind of get deeper and deeper and uh, really get my movie straight in my head. I, I feel each song, it's a movie. It's a little movie. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm really, really into um, like having a set for mm. your, I'm not an actress, but I, that would be a, one of my dreams someday, maybe to play in a movie. But, and I'm I, when I watch a movie, I always listen to the music a lot sometimes more than what i'm watching mm -hmm. i just watched avatar two days ago was like oh yeah if they were in the music it wouldn't be the same even if the visuals are great without the music it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um and sometimes it's an exercise that i give to my students when i when i teach uh, just interpretation like how to feel a song when it's not yours yeah so but it's the same i was like okay this is the song those are the lyrics i want i, I give them as a homework Okay, if you had like all the budget in the world, a million dollar budget or 300K, whatever, and you could do your music video on that, where would you be? What would you be wearing? Uh, do you have other actors in the scene? Like I want each shot. Like, do we see hands? Yeah. Do we see smoke? Do we see... La, la, la. I think it, it really helps me get into the, I don't know, the vibe of the music. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for example, in films, as you mentioned before, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean... They have an incredible soundtrack, and that is one of the reasons why the film is really good because the sound, like you can tell that they put a lot of a lot of um, what's the word, a lot of thought into the songs, like which songs yeah. you could use and things like that. Which I do agree exactly. on that. That whenever a movie has a really cool soundtrack, it it like uh it it's even better. You know what I mean? Exactly. Sometimes it's songs that already exist, but they fit so perfectly on the on the shot, and sometimes they they just write it over. Yeah, exactly. The music is, it gives the, it gives the emotion on the visuals, but sometimes when you're as a music musician, like I'm in the studio, the studio, it's a pretty cold environment. I mean, mm. there's nothing, there's not too much stuff because like the room has to be dead and for just for, um, to have a good audio out of the recording, but how can you be in the vibe in that, like, really cool environment mm -hmm. um so yeah it has to you have to use your imagination that's so that's the same thing when i when i'm jamming i'm usually in the studio as well so my studio is cute but i mean i need to get like kind of outside of my of my head yeah 
So you're basically create are creating with your songs a cinematic universe. Yeah, I think that that would describe even if like my mm. first album in the unknown, it's really really cinematic. Like each song you could you could put it on the on the movie, and that's gonna be my goal for this year to sync it in movies because I haven't done that promotional uh, promotion job for that album. So even if it's a little older, I could I could still fit in the movies, but and then um my more uh, pop songs that I released I don't know it's that's how I see it I always have the visual but and the fun fact is I've never did a music video yet that's another project for this year I don't have like an official short movie mm -hmm. music video because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. my idea is ideas they are too expensive so I didn't do it yet <laughs> yeah of course I can understand well, that yeah <laughs> like I my first song my first single is called Queen and like really I, I was watching a lot of Game of Thrones at the time and Daenerys, Daenerys was still nice she was she wasn't crazy yet mm. it was like I felt like I wanted to be like her I was like I am Daenerys Targaryen and then it's like I have my dragons and like when I was singing it like like it was a lot louder than that but yeah it's like you should I don't know if you heard it but it's my first first single Queen anyways so yeah, there's all the strings. There's even like in the bridge, I went crazy. There's like organs and then the choir, they, they kind of singing, sing like different parts at the same time. But like normal people, it's still a pop song. Like it's super catchy. And, but yeah, it could be, a, it's more cinematic than what you usually hear. It was a fun project, my first album, but now I, I want to go on the radio some. I'll put it down a bit. <laughs> oh, but I love it. And I'm super sure that everything... That that some of those things are gonna happen. Hear me on that. That's gonna Thank happen you. this year. That's that's Thank definitely you. gonna happen. Yeah, I love it. I love it. But tell me, like, like from like back when you were little, mm -hmm. like, were there any any um any musicians or bands that you got inspired into discover your like your like your own style or how was it like how was the process for you to discover your genre? How you gonna sing like? uh like like the melodies you you uh you are usually gonna use for the songs like all of that i was really inspired like and i've got i'm i'm being compared a lot to her vocally but um evanescence mm -hmm. yeah of course i was really into rock when i was uh, young because it was in early 2000s and mm. pop music wasn't as r&b as now now it's really yeah. r&b and um but before rock was pop so that's like heaven a sense it's almost metal and it was the pop music at the time like sometimes it's heavy i mean yeah <laughs> we would yeah. we wouldn't hear it uh but the but the girl she sings like she's she's her voice is super soft and powerful and soft at the same time so yeah that um that really inspired me as a as a child like she was playing mm. the piano as well like the song my immortal but sometimes she has the crazy powerful vocals and then soft she she has and she and that band was super theatrical like she had those big dresses and black hair and so there's there's that she really inspired me um as a singer and uh, of course i'm a french canadian so i cannot go without saying like Celine Dion. she's like my main uh, main inspiration like she did it in English, she did it in French, and uh, she's from, I'm from a big city, she's from like a little village wow. <laughs> with no musical education, so I'm like, okay, she she did it, and she's a super, uh, yeah, super good singer, Um, whether you don't like her songs or whatever, of course, it's mostly power ballads and all of that, but but yeah, she she's something, like she's a, she's a company in itself, it's like, her shows in Vegas it was so huge I, mm -hmm. I I never saw her live but I saw her of course on the TV and I had my DVD of Celine that I watched over and over again as a teen and uh so yeah being inspiration but I have so many would be long to um, tell you all of my inspiration but as mm -hmm. a kid yeah it would be those two I think mm -hmm. wow and like the like what gets my attention it's that they are that they are both two separate genres, exactly. You know, yeah. like way too different. So that's pretty cool. Okay. 
Yeah, even the I mean of oh yeah, and Michael Jackson before oh, he died, of course. But yeah, before he died, me and my two best friends, uh, we were listening to a lot of Michael Jackson. We knew all the songs by heart. Every like oh we like each yeah. time where he puts it, we could do it like on on the beat. And uh, we were saving money. I think I was like twelve years old, saving money to see uh, the show. Uh, this is it. That never happened. But but yeah, our our friends like the other kids, as I was telling you, pop at that time was really rock. There was like Green Day, mm -hmm. and Bling here in the Bling yeah, Bling One and Two. Uh, here in Canada, well, everywhere in the world, but Simple Plan, those were our mm -hmm. our local bands and the really Nickelback. rock. So. Nickelback, of course, yeah. yeah. So so you see, pop was rock, uh, like mm -hmm. it was a softer rock, but and us like listening to old school. R&B, uh, almost disco. So, oh yeah, yeah, my mom was full on on disco. So there was always disco playing in the house. So huge influence as well. Mm. So there's like that rock influence and pop, of course, uh, Celine Dion, big vocals. And then, but I always liked the disco uh, R&B vibe. Uh, Michael yeah. Jackson inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I remember back then that when you heard pop, it was mainly... I think it was kind of Backstreet Boys. I was, you know, like boy bands or Britney Spears, you know, you know, you, you know, like back then. I remember that that was kind of the pop, but then Building 182, I was included. Foo Fighters, too. Avril Lavigne in Canada was Avril huge. Lavigne, yeah. yeah so there's incredible. a lot of punk. Uh, but yeah. yeah, you always had like Britney Spears, of course. Me, when I was a kid, Backstreet Boys were pretty done. Mm -hmm. That was more in the 90s. Um, but yeah, to like 2005, 2006. And then arrived Rihanna. And then, whoop, it went back to a little R&D yeah. inspired. But, but yeah, there was like those those years that pop was really, there was a lot of rock in it. That's incredible. I love those, it. Those were the good days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah, uh, yeah, It's yeah. coming back a little bit. But... I hope, because the other day with, uh, with this little cousin of mine, I showed him a song of bling 182 and then he looked at me and, and he was like what's a bling 182 and i was like oh crap i'm old you know, oh like, yeah 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 but it's uh, i mean it's, it's gonna the, come back it's, yeah uh, hopefully yeah. you know it's part of it's part of the of the whole thing you know but um but yeah i like that i like that i like the fact that you got like multiple genres here and there in order to discover your own that's pretty cool and also that you managed to make that happen you know that you mm -hmm got the work done to develop yourself into this incredible super badass amazing musician that you are right now so that's pretty cool <laughs> thanks All thanks but but yeah i think be, because i i like i like a lot of styles yeah i always i always will be enjoying what i'm singing i think like mm -hmm. i i know some people they just want to sing rock they don't like anything else others they just want to sing r&b they don't like anything else it's like eh yeah, yeah. The flow. <laughs> there you go yeah exactly i mean there's there's a place for everyone and that's like the good thing here you know that that no matter what kind of music you like or you're yeah like no matter what what kind of music you like there's always music for everyone so that's pretty exactly. cool so there's space for everyone here mm -hmm. and also you get the chance to discover new things at the same time so mm -hmm. exactly. i love it i love it now my next question here is like how you like do you have like how you usually prepare be before performing do you have like a neutral ritual <laughs> or like something you always kind of do to kind of set your mind into this? I do. Oh, I do. Okay. A day of a performance. I'm like, I'm, I'm always have this little stress, even if the gig is not stressful. I, sh I shouldn't, I know what I'm going to do. It's going to yeah, go well. Still, I'm a little, I don't know. I feel more on that day. It's like really into my feelings so i like to um i need to do my full vocal warm-up routine like okay. in, like in the room with a, a nice reverb sometimes i don't even do it in my studio because it's a little dead so i'm gonna warm up i don't know in the kitchen or in the here in the living room so just warm up let the sing as loud as I can, as high as I can. Even if I'm not going to sing that loud and high, it doesn't matter. Just stretch my my voice. Mm. Um, have a good breakfast. Really huge breakfast because usually the sound check is like 
early afternoon or in the afternoon and I I don't want to have a too big of a dinner before the gig so I'm gonna eat a really small dinner so my breakfast and lunch has to be like a lot of protein <laughs> so um and I drink a lot of water <clears throat> and my ritual so there are my vocal warm-ups and mm -hmm. then it's really hair and makeup it's like my moment to just relax I don't focus on the show I just focus oh, okay on my eyeshadow it's like I'm doing art but on my face and on my hair and I don't think of the show it's just like I have another mission I just have to be like to make myself pretty <laughs> just the, but yeah I'm really could take a while because sometimes it takes way longer than when I just go out at a party it's just no no it's a it's a show it's concert makeup it's not the same so I take my time I do like little uh, yeah so yeah, yeah it's art it's art for you it's art yeah i go. get in the zone mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. i i put my mu i put some music sometimes not my music just music to to that makes me happy in the moment and yeah that's it and then you have the the sound check sometimes i do the hair and makeup after the sound check depends if the sound check is really early but usually i like to have a sound check closer to the gig if i can just have a little time to eat a bite and then change my outfit and then it's the it's the show but sometimes we don't control the yeah. control that but but yeah that's my ritual. and what and what do you, what do you usually do after perform um, so, the show, so the show is done you know it's about to go home or you go party like what do you, like what do you do i go home that's cool I, yeah i go home well it depends uh sometimes i'm gonna go grab a bite if i have like a lot of friends who came and they were all together and like i know a lot of people okay yeah i'm gonna maybe go grab a drink grab a bite mm -hmm. next to the mm -hmm. venue because like i don't see them often and they they haven't seen my show for a while but but sometimes it's like it's i don't know these people so it's like okay bye, bye i i uh yeah i take my gear and then the just relax Mm. And shower at home and the removal of that makeup in my face <laughs> so yeah that's it and just but sometimes it, after a show it's hard for me to get sleep so i'm just going to um watch like a sitcom to think of something else no. oh i forgot a detail that i always do since i'm a teenager since i started like doing actual real concerts i always film myself Huh. always i always film and then i have to watch it list, i have to watch it okay. sometimes not the whole show but sometimes yes because i i take notes so the next show is going to be better all the time mm -hmm. i do that since i'm a teen interesting yeah huh. yeah 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 really important i need to see at least at least a little snippet of what I've done. Was it okay? Was the sound right? Because I don't know. I'm not the sound girl. I'm not the. I don't know if the sound balance was okay. I don't know if I looked okay. Was my outfit okay? All right. My voice. Oh yeah, I'm on pitch. Perfect. Sometimes when you don't hear yourself well on the stage, you might be off pitch or whatever. Or so I'm really, uh, yeah, really severe. On interesting. That. That's pretty interesting that, that that you will record yourself, huh? Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. That's badass plus two like more badass yeah it's a little intense like i'm I'm hard yeah. on myself i'm hard on myself i don't know a lot of people who do that and yeah. i was doing that yeah since i'm <laughs> since i'm a since i'm 12 and i have a camera you know <laughs> i would i would ask my mom to film me at the little uh, school show or stuff like that and it, sometimes she forget she she forgot to press record mm. i was so pissed it was like the end of the world oh my god i cannot watch myself i don't know if i was good because people tell you you're good but i will decide if i was good or not yeah oh yeah yeah okay, that's pretty cool okay amazing now let's say that one day netflix hbo max disney plus you name it they call you and they tell you that they got this idea which goes that they're gonna make a film describing your whole career but <laughs> but the film needs a name so how would you call it hmm my god that's a good question um 
how would I call the movie? I think Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, I think what really defines me is I'm from Montreal. Mm. So I would say the Montreal singer or the Montreal girl. Like even in my in my state, okay, in Canada, I live in Quebec. It's the French part of Canada. But Montreal, we are like another country inside our state. Like mm -hmm. I go out of my city, I'm a stranger to the people in my state. They don't treat us the same way. They don't see us the same way. We are really, really different because we're close to, we don't care to speak English. We love the English language, but we love to preserve our French language as well. So we have really that duality inside of us. And sometimes when I when I share my songs to people, French Canadian people, and it's in English, I get like tomatoes. Like, oh, why do you sing in English? You're a traitor. I'm like, <laughs> okay, but... Wow. And when I, so it's really like there's that conflict when you're from Montreal that is really strong. And I think it, it, yeah, there's, and the city is in itself is something that doesn't exist. Toronto is nice, but I have friends from Toronto and they prefer Montreal, but you need to speak French to live here. So, um, but yeah, so it's, it's just a, yeah, I, I think everything would take place in Montreal. Like, we go. understand me and understand the city that kind of yeah made me who i am <laughs> i love it i love it wow that's interesting i didn't know that huh yeah i mean i find pretty cool right that every country has like their own what's the word uh i mean i wouldn't say conflict but like this discussion that this size is better that's that this part of the country is better than this that, that this part or the city is better than this one you know what i mean i find that pretty hilarious sometimes the whole rivalry between it you know yeah yeah and as a french canadian we like how could i say we have a different kind of humor compared to canadians like anglophones canadian like no. the Quebec, Quebec humor is really something that you don't have it anywhere else in Canada. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So sometimes the jokes like, you know, uh, sometimes I, I'm watching the TV and they talk about Canadians. It's like, that's not me. It's not Quebec people. It's not, it doesn't refer to us. We're really different. And then Montreal is more different because we are the artists. No, there are artists everywhere, but this city is so artistic. You're going to have a festival every two weeks. Like there's the J the Inter International Jazz Festival, of course. There's uh, Just for Laughs Festival. Like it's the biggest in the world. And you have, of course, a, there's a festival in French. So I, I grew up with a lot of culture, cultural like stuff around me all the time. There's a circus festival. There's a movie festival of course and like every art is really um represented in montreal but That's you don't amazing. have that yeah you don't have it that everywhere yeah i love it mm. that's amazing now my next question here it goes if you could describe your whole music career but on a drink oh yeah oh that's a good question i would say Maybe because that's my one of my favorite, but mm. it has the more it has a kick. A dirty martini. Like it's okay. classy, but it's mm. a little dirty. It's like it's one of the expensive drinks. There's a lot of strong stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have like the olive olive juice in it that I'm like, oh, that's the little crazy part in it um yeah i would say that and how would you call it let's say i go to a bar and i want to order that drink how do i call it that is not dry martini that is your drink oh um i would say verona's martini yeah, well, maybe switch uh, to pickle juice. Does, mm. does, does that have a name? Because <laughs> I do that at home. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I eat pickles all the time, so I have like. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I know. I mean, you are preaching to the choir here. I love those too. 
<laughs> yes, I love those two. But I don't know if there's a, a name for it. Pickle martini. But yeah, so uh or sometimes just I don't put the juice, I just put the alcohol <laughs> with the ice. So yeah. Something like that. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. You'll take it. You'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll drink I'm one. open. Yeah, you'll drink one. Okay, perfect. I'm open yeah. to suggestion. We can adapt it. I'll t- you know what? I'm actually been working on an idea uh that it's gonna happen of course that at some point i'm gonna open up a bar or a restaurant it's gonna be a bar definitely yeah and in the bar there's gonna be you know the usual drinks here and there of course but then i'm gonna have another set of drinks which are gonna be the name of the drinks that all the people that i've interviewed who have told me that they describe their career on the menu nice so you can try so you can try their career so you can be like oh this career actually tastes nice or be like oh, this is horrible you know what i mean like something like that <laughs> oh, or oh it makes me tipsy really fast <laughs> yeah yeah or be like you know what i'm actually gonna start singing now yeah exactly oh, that's funny you should do it yeah 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 i'm actually been thinking about that but yeah that requires a lot of money and i'm actually planning to open that in toronto you know or mm-hmm. another in another country we'll see what happens so We'll see. We'll see. Guys, Montreal. I think that idea is gonna is gonna work in Montreal. Then Montreal there is then. There you go. Like <laughs> Keep but me I, posted. But I will need to learn French, right? Yeah, you can take your classes, of course. So it's I mean, open. I mean, my my French is horrible. Let, let me just tell you that horrible. I mean, I but French definitely... is so hard. It's even it's even hard for French people to speak a correct I mean, French. I'm, I mean, I just I remember that uh, yeah, like like some some years ago, I went to France and I just learned very basic stuff because uh, someone told me that you need to learn a little bit French. It will be useful for you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just some words in there, so I will need to learn more French then. Yeah. There just for for if you want a job uh yeah i think if you want to i if you want to have like your canadian status and you 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 pick montreal or any any place in quebec you have to learn french but sometimes i have canadian friends that come from toronto or vancouver they come in montreal they don't need to learn french because they are already canadians stuff like that yeah we oui, we oui. But you could, oui, oui, exactly. Oui, oui, oui. Oui, oui, ça va. Oui, oui. Ça va. Oui, ça va, et toi? Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, boy. Bonjour, bonjour. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you arrive somewhere. I, 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 how was it? Was, j'ai, j'ai pas, ne, j'ai, yeah, je ne parle pas français. Yeah, I think it's good. Or, je ne parle pas français, oui, ça. Yeah. Yeah, or j'ai parlé un peu français, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. I knew it. There you go. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. You um, now, my last question here is like, what motivates you? You know, we all have those days that we just want to quit, you know, and I find that pretty. Yeah, I sometimes find it pretty curious because sometimes nothing bad is happening, you know, but suddenly you get this idea in your head that you're doing bad, you know, that you have wasted your time, that it's, uh, that is not taking you to anywhere you know you feel pretty yeah. bad so my question here is what what usually puts you back on this on this road that you have built for so many years now and silence all those toxic thoughts yeah it happened to me uh in 2020 i was looking to in university programs saying because everything everything stopped and yeah. I was about to go on tour in uh, in Europe with my album and it just like stopped and I had a breakup and I had a burnout. It was like terrible, terrible year. Mm. So I was like, okay, maybe I, uh, I'll i quit music. And I, I stopped singing in that, for almost a year. It was really rough, maybe six months, but yeah. But what kept me is that's really what I'm the best at. Like, mm. I don't know anything else. Interesting. I don't know. I could learn anything. I could learn mm. anything. I could go to school, do the class. And in three, four years, I would be good in something else. But this music, it's not just like a little degree uh, mm. or a big degree that you, you, you get. 
it's like I've been doing that for 20 years now like mm -hmm. classes it's more than just a three four year program or even a two-year program it's like whew, it's most of my life so so I in in the pandemic I really I had no motivation so I was teaching more than creating mm -hmm. I was teaching music and it, it kept me connected because like seeing other people it get really happier because they were singing and because they were learning music it's like okay there's something in in that so uh it inspired me to continue writing songs but yeah, it's really that's that's what I wanted to do as a child that's what I have to do because my whole life I've been doing that yeah yeah I mean it's hard right whenever you get into into that kind of thought that you are thinking about quitting but you know the other day I saw this um someone said the other day that why why you should quit something that you love you know if it if it is what actually makes you happy then exactly. it doesn't then it doesn't make any sense why would you want to quit something that makes you happy because then if you want to quit it then somehow that means that you didn't quite really like it you know what i mean so i exactly. find that yeah but yeah. sometimes there's are there are parts yeah that, that is too we much. don't like yeah, that we don't like as that. much yeah. like absolutely uh sometimes i get super stressed when i like the day before I release a song, even though I loved creating yeah. the song, yeah, of course, I I can't sleep. Like last night, the two nights ago, I couldn't sleep. I was I was like excited but stressed at the same time. I was like, and because I have no label, I'm all I'm all alone promoting. And I was like, how how am I gonna promote it? Like, maybe people won't hear it. So, but the more you do it, the less. Those are like the business parts of music that I didn't think I had to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't like them but I need to do them. yeah it's part of the journey for example I hate editing that's the part that I hate the most but you know it's part of the whole it's part of the ride you know you need to sometimes do things that you don't like even though that that there are that is something that behind of that it's something that you love but it's yeah. part of the whole process you know I can understand that and also that that um yeah there's sometimes that even though you love something you want to stop you know because you can't have i mean i mean at the end of the day we're humans you know <laughs> we're not machines and part of that is just every now and then to kind of a separate from from uh from something in order to kind of regroup right or, or get like new ideas or something otherwise yeah it's it's horrible because if you don't take care of yourself at the end of the day your body is the machine who performs to make that dream you know so if you don't take care of it every now and then it's yeah it, it's not gonna cut it so yeah exactly that's what happened to me like just before the pandemic i was working too hard release an album uh, was sleep deprived like didn't didn't sleep and then my body just shut down i, I needed to go to the hospital because like just pass out after a show and then yeah. couldn't sleep so i was like it was weird it was like if i was drugged but i was not on drugs i was just like not there anymore but it happened so fast just because I was too stressed and but it it was all the promotional part the promotion part of my of my journey mm. like the business part sending the album to labels being refused sending it to radios being refused didn't don't I didn't have the contacts no 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 it was so hard and then the pandemic in fact it it was good I was supposed to go on tour but my body wasn't ready to go on tour I, I was yeah. was not in shape I needed that break and now I'm like super healthy, like in shape. And now I I have my, when I sleep, I have my Fitbit. Okay, is my sleep good? Yes. Okay. I have a good sleep score <laughs> every night. So I like, I'm really more severe. But you know, when you're 25, you don't think about that. You're 24, 25. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm only, I'm 28, but now I'm really like, okay, I need to slow down. I love my job, but I want to, I don't want to die doing it. Mm. And uh, but uh, despite that, another point in music, what's nice is that there are so many um, stuff that you can do in music. Like me, I'm a singer. Okay, I'm a professional singer, but I also play the piano. So you can hire me to be like your pianist. Like back, like if you're a singer, I can play the chords and 
do the show for you. I can do back vocals. So that's another thing. I can, of course, write songs. I can be the record engineer. Like I know my stuff around gear. So I'm a little geek in music. So you just want to record your voice. All right. I can be an engineer. And then I can, now I produce beats. Okay. I can produce. So like you can do so many stuff. Like it's not repetitive as much as other jobs, I think yeah yeah it's true. that's what's fun it's true yeah it's true because you have like different varieties and you get the chance to explore something different right you can you can perhaps put your singing career for a pause for a second so you can uh focus on the on the on the piano or you know or exactly around, things like that yeah and you yeah. know also like one of the one of the things that i do appreciate about music is what they can make you feel you know mm -hmm. that uh that that what emotion they can make you they can make you feel and and it's yeah it's as i said it's 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 fascinating how how you can make somebody else feel something with something that you create you know either as i said before either you make them feel something personal or but it's it's at uh, but at the same time once they hear that song later on instantly they transport them to their feeling they first had when they first listened to it you know what i mean so i find that exactly fascinating yeah. amazing Yeah. And, also, yeah, yeah. and also the fact that you're doing as I said before you're doing basically everything that's incredible I mean yeah that's incredible I mean I, I could say so here's Verona she's doing everything good night everyone that's it <laughs> yeah. but I mean like music production it's really because of the pandemic I was alone with my computer I had a software on my old Mac since like college the software I learned in college Ableton but it was the old version of Ableton but still I, I managed to like I, rec I was recording my students on it. We were doing projects in their Pretty class. Cool. So it kind of made me practice on them. <laughs> then I, then, okay, I was jamming my stuff. Then I, I got a new computer and new software last year. And it, woo, it really helped. But, but still, if it wasn't the pandemic, I would always hire somebody else to do it. And then being alone at home, I was like, okay, I'll try. And then people liked my, my beats. I was like, really, you like, but it's so so basic like mm. yeah it's nice okay it's all right it doesn't have to be complicated because i studied like music arrangement as well in college i was doing like uh you know the charts for the whole band the drums the writing drum charts oh my god it's so hard especially when you're a singer so then like i remember there was the brass section like um it was uh, every two weeks on the thursday morning i was arriving with my with my charts like for everybody printed okay so this is my song we have 10 minutes and the teacher was recording and if it wasn't well written players couldn't wouldn't be able to yeah, to play it so that was so hard so now making beats i don't have to do charts it's it plays right away the computer plays it it's like it's too simple but that's how we do music these days so i'm really happy about the technology yeah, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so nice. yeah, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And also it is super cool. As I said, the fact that you managed to make that happen, you know, the fact that you are working on, 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 uh, on your dream and you're actually having results to it, you know, because I do think that sometimes we can get discouraged, you know, because when we want, when, when we want to start either become a, um, especially like in the whole art stuff that sometimes we can get discouraged because we get the idea of what if people don't like it. Or I don't have, or what if I'm not good? Like, what if I'm not good enough? But the fact that you went along with it and you also had the support of your family, which is amazing, and you managed to build this incredible career that you have right now, and you know so many stuff about it, I mean, it's incredible. Amazing. Thanks. I think knowledge is your best, oh, yeah. best tool, best friend. Like, even if you don't like my song, I know my, I know my shit. Like, I know, I know my thing. And now, I have like rappers from big labels coming to me for classes. Like they want to have, they want to have my knowledge. Okay. There you have you more fans than me. You have more, but you need my knowledge because at the end of the day, of course, the creativity, the creation is, is good, but everybody can be creative, but sometimes, I mean, it's an art. There are rules in it. There are some stuff that doesn't mm. sound good. And if you lose your time, without musical theory sometimes the notes together they don't sound good don't but you don't know why well there's a rule i can't explain it to you but it's 
it's going to take time. And me, I was really, I think like people get discouraged because they don't have the knowledge. Yeah. So get a coach, get a teacher, learn about, and yes, of course, the computer, we can do so, so many, so many things. And yes, there are successful artists that don't know their anything about the musical theory. They mm. just got lucky. They put the good notes together and people liked it. But on the long run, some principles, they always work. You have to learn them. So I think, yes, people get discouraged because they don't put in the work. Yeah. They put in the work. Yeah. And you know what? I do think that it's because of the whole, of the whole thing that the world works now meaning that we are now getting used to receive everything super fast exactly you know? super fast super yeah. fast i mean that 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 whenever you will hear the word process or that it's gonna take time instantly you will get discouraged because you already get used to this way of living in which you receive everything fast and i and that's and that's why you have mm -hmm. dozens of dozens of millions of of uh of of people who get discouraged really fast because they don't they can handle the word process they think that it's gonna be you know it's gonna happen like like this and there you have it exactly you know, like super fast which yeah i mean sometimes it happens you know that 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 you create a song in 20 minutes and becomes a hit it, it does happen but that's like super rare i mean i think that happens like every i don't know like 10 five years something like that but now the key here which someone once told me is that Yeah, like making it to the top, it's difficult. But if you making it to the top super fast, the problem now it's gonna be how you maintain it. You know how you keep there and not go down uh, mm -hmm. instantly. So yeah, I do think that is also one of the problems that people get discouraged way too fast because of the of the whole of the whole world and also how the media is is showing everyone. You know that. For yeah, example, we don't show we don't show the the work. We just show the highlights. So what you see it. from the artists are only. The good parts you didn't see him or her struggle uh whatever sorry i, I cut you but that's so true no, like, yeah yeah it's true they, they want it people want results so fast like i get it all the time people come in for vocal classes and they're like okay uh, i sing off pitch or i don't have power sometimes the, the person sings on pitch like is gifted in that way but doesn't have any power doesn't have a lot of range and they want the result for yesterday <laughs> exactly like, i mean it's incredible. Like, but would you say that to uh like even me just someone like me i'd like to be okay i want to be a bikini model can i be a, can i become a bikini model like that no no girl you have to put in the work you have to go to the gym five times a week you have mm -hmm. to eat like super super strict like that amount of protein that amount of uh of fat that amount of um of carbs but nothing more nothing less it's like it's, there's a process and it's going to take weeks and months and it's the same for the, the the vocal cords and all the muscles and cartilages that we're working you cannot ask your voice to belt a f5 like to belt a super high note if you're you've never done it before mm -hmm. it's like like can i lift 300 pounds no i can't maybe one day maybe never depends the amount of work i i put but don't give me only one week to achieve that like yeah exactly yeah exactly you know someone someone once told me that if you want to start something you know uh either you know singer acting uh you know like all of like basically whatever but if yeah. you want to start something new just make sure that you want to do it as i mean if you want to do it as a career fantastic but just make sure to realize that there are going to be sacrifices to it. You know, there are going to be moments in which you're in which you're not going to be able to sleep or to mm -hmm. be with friends or to be with family or even time for yourself because you need to work on your craft. And if you're fine with that, go for it. But if you're not, or if you're not so sure if you should, then think about it because otherwise one day you're going to feel miserable because you are going to feel that you waste time on something that at the end you didn't like. And I think that it, that 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 is that that is as, uh, as we've been talking before that one of the problems now that suddenly we get this idea that uh, that if you wanna that if you wanna become successful you need to have a lot of money you know you need to have mm -hmm. this heat this this multiple mansion with your private jets and and uh and uh and and things like that and people actually think that so whenever they want to start for example in this case a music career they think that yeah I'm gonna be millionaire in an instant here and there and because they don't because it's not like that 
what they ended up doing is quitting, feeling miserable, and yeah. Usually, the the singers that we see or the superstars that we see that are millionaires, they also have like I don't know, uh, buildings that they they ran. They have like other businesses than just their music craft. They they have a company that we don't yeah. know about. Like I, I there's that star. I think it. I'm not gonna name it because I'm not sure, but I heard of a singer here in the Quebec. He's like super rich. I'm like, how can you manage? I know you're popular, but I mean, we're a little little state, hmm. and he only sings in French. And I, I don't, not really into France, like really just in Quebec. Like, and he's super rich. I just knew he had like tons of buildings and stuff like that, or you know, he he puts his money in the good place and he makes money from it. So it's not just the music. Like, yeah, you can be successful, but you have to have a lot of income from different yeah, places. Yeah, different things. And at the end also, it's a process. I mean, in order for you to mm -hmm. get, for you to be, yeah, in order for you to be in this very high position, there's a lot of work that you need to put to it, which we, which we, as we were saying, what, what, what causes now is people don't want to do it because mm -hmm. of the, of the, of the whole thing that they need to, work a lot that there are going to be moments in which in which nobody's going to actually care about what you do you know that mm -hmm. there's going to be moments that you perhaps spend your whole night working on a song and you and when you release it in your mind you're like this is going to be amazing and once you release it no one actually listened to it you know but yeah. that's that's part of the whole mm -hmm. of the whole experience i would say i mean yes i would say that that the whole uh, money and fame and parties and glory and all of that I, I I would say that that's that that's like a small part from the whole thing behind it. You know what I mean? That mm -hmm. because we see only the success and the fashion, the glamour, and everything, we sometimes think that 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 is how we should do things. But no, I mean, there's this huge thing behind it. You know, for example, with actors, I would say that we will see this huge blockbuster film, and then we see a new actor, and we were like, oh, this guy came out of nowhere. And once you realize, once you check her background, like her or her or his, or his background you realize that that person has been working on acting almost 30 years and you're like, oh, that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, and uh, hundreds of auditions that before yeah. that big uh, movie, yeah, of course, totally. Yeah. And like the same with music, that, oh, this band came uh, came out of nowhere and once you realize, you're like, no, they've actually been playing locally for almost 12 years. You know? Yeah. You're like, oh, exactly. okay, that makes sense. Exactly. We, it's because of all the, I think it's because of all the shows like, American Idol, The Voice, mm. and all of that that have, that makes stars so fast that people want that, but you don't you, you don't last from it. I, there's not a lot of artists that really last from those shows. So, but that's what but still that's what people want. They want the fame like so fast, and I'd like it too. But I decided like they were The Voice. Uh, we have like the French version of The Voice here in Quebec. The auditions were last summer and I didn't do it. One of my students is on the show. Like I coached her. She's got, she, she got the, she's in the team and everything. And she even won her, her battle. How is, how do you say that? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yes, cause it's all filmed in advance, but, uh, but yeah, but she doesn't want to do that in her life. She has another career. Like she works in schools with, with kids and all that, but she's super good. It was an experience, but still like a lot of people want that fame like so fast but it's a show it's a tv show it's not the real industry yeah it's not exactly. a music industry yeah i mean at the end what what you see on tv is entertainment exactly you know exactly. And, like the things behind scenes those are those like this like the things we don't know that happen behind the scenes that's when the actually thing is you know what i mean that mm -hmm. uh, that, that that's when you discover how actually is the work no, mm -hmm. no so exactly i mean at the end what can i say for i mean you're incredible super amazing talented your career is incredible <laughs> i love it i'm super i mean i'm super sure that eventually we're gonna have I mean, we're gonna hear you everywhere i mean from thank you uh, so much i don't know from japan to argentina to mexico to brazil to i don't know france you know because I'll, that would be great like the thing that i that i love the most about your career is because you're doing it because you like it you know and a simple and cliche that it may sound yes we all know that it's super hard you know we all know that mm -hmm. it takes sometimes years for you to discover what makes you happy but also the fact that you manage to do it as your do it as your own thing you know like putting your like your style what describes you into your music that's incredible and we actually need more 
more people like you who can actually create great songs from themselves and not copying someone else who did who did this who did the same thing over and over and over and over and over. So keep doing what you do. It's incredible. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. And I'm super sure that our next conversation it's gonna be where like yeah I'm I'm super sure that our next conversation it's gonna be that from all of the thousands of places that you have been making concerts and and like and like touring around because everyone is going to love your music eventually hear me on that <laughs> thank you thanks for having me it was so fun absolutely thank you absolutely. very much i also want to thank those who watched this video thank you so so much if you are either listening in on spotify or apple podcast thank you so much for tuning in um since this episode is about to be over make sure to go follow verona like right now so i'm what what i'm gonna do is that i'm gonna leave in the description below her link to her instagram but also to her link tree so you can see so you can see and hear more of her work yeah and i have my website too if you'd like there you go there you go i mean music.com that's it yeah if you want to know her incredible biography go ahead and check it out and also let's make her viral hashtag team verona because she's incredible she's amazing and again verona thank you so much keep inspiring keep creating because i'm super sure there are thousands of people out there who rely on you or at least they see you as someone who they want to be because you're actually showing everyone that dreams come true. So that's incredible. And uh, thank you I'll so much. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah, maybe in Canada. <laughs> that, that's going to happen. Canada's a plan. Take care. Bye. All right.